Super Nation, we are back. <laughs> it is A Train. What's up, and Super A Train? I'm doing good. How are you, buddy? Not bad. Good. I see you're still in your garage. Still in that, the garage. Is that your man? Is that your man cave? That's my refuge from an all-female household. <laughs> yeah. I also have an all-female household, so yes, there has to be a place of refuge. Hiding. Mm -hmm. They call it hiding. Yeah. Correct. Now, That's is correct. Is this light above my head too much? No, it's fine. It it almost looks like a halo, <laughs> exactly. like you're an angel. I know it. Yeah. A really hairy angel. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, listen, um, let's jump right into it. What do you got for us? Today, I'm going to talk about when um, sometimes, you see, drug buys never went the way they were planned. You can plan all day, and it's not going to go the way you think. Right. And so I was buying drugs for some guy. He was supposed to be like an upper mid-level guy. I mean, they're not like, they're not Scarface in the in the neighborhood. They're like regular guys. But this guy yeah. was a little bit more, he was more successful than the other guys because he wasn't an idiot. But um, I was introduced to this guy and I had made a couple buys off him. I'd always get in his car. He had a beautiful, like 85 Cadillac. And he'd always show up with his girlfriend. And she was very yeah. sweet, very pretty. She'd be like, how you doing, Ray? You doing okay? And I'd be like, yeah, Patty, I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing just fine. So good to see you today. It's always good to see you, Ray. And he was real polite, too. They were like uh, the drug dealer power couple kind of thing. Just very sweet, kind, yeah. and everything always went the same way. They would jump in the back seat. I'd hand him a couple hundred bucks, and the guy would hand me my crack cocaine. And then I would say, "Good, you know, we'd talk for a brief second, but then I'd get out. And the always the mandatory rule when you did your, because uh, this by this time we were doing uh, what you call it, where we'd plan it out. You know, we'd do a tech plan before the, and it would always be like, super E, make sure they don't drive off with you because we won't be able to follow and all this blah, blah, blah. Don't let them drive away. I'm like, Okay, I'm not, but I didn't, you know, I didn't see any brake pads in the back seat to stop the big Cadillac. But I said, yeah, I'll try okay. not to go. So the first two buys, you know, just jump in the car, hand him the money, talk a little bit and leave. Well, this time we meet up at like the McDonald's. I jump in the back seat. And again, it's like, um, I think his name was like um, Freddie, Freddie or something like that. And her name was Patty. So I jump in the back seat and Freddie's like, hey, Ray, what's going on? I go, not too much, Freddie. How you doing? And then Patty again. Oh, Ray, so good to see you. It was good to see you too, Patty. And uh, just so she just has such a sweet kindness about it. And then okay. uh, he's like, oh, what you working with today? What he meant by that was like, how much money you got? Because, mm -hmm. you know, you don't want to come. These guys don't come out and say, how much money you got to purchase the cocaine extract of coca? for monetary compensation. Yeah. They don't come out and say that. Yeah. He goes, how much are you working with today? I said, I got a couple hundred bucks. He's like, right on. And right then, he'd never done this before. And I'm talking to Patty and she's going, isn't it a beautiful sunset? I go, yeah. And, uh, and, I, and I, I even said, Patty, you're so sweet. You're like a ray of sunshine. And then mm -hmm. Freddie 
I never seen him do this before because I'm sitting in the back seat in the middle, you know, like the youngest brother on a car trip having to sit on the hump in the back seat. Well, that's where I'm sitting. Yeah. I yeah. see Freddie reach over and touch a button on the dashboard below the radio and a secret compartment opens up and there's a big fucking 45. And mm. he's, he's, start, he's reaching for it and he starts to drive off. Alarm bells are going off my head. Yeah. I'm sitting here here's what, here's what goes through your head. Oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. He's driving away. He's not supposed to be driving away. What's happening? Oh, there's a big fucking gun. Generally, they point them yeah. at you and shoot you and put holes in you and you die. And I was like, oh, shit. But you, I thought, you know, you got to stay cool. Don't overreact, you know. And I'm thinking, what if he pulls that gun and points it? I got to distract him. And then I said, what can I do to distract him and be able to get that gun from me? How about I punch that bitch Patty right in the mouth? And then I reach over as he's looking at that. I grab that fucking gun from him and punch him in the mouth. All this is going through my head. Don't want to punch yeah. Patty. But if I want to no, live. Yeah, she's so sweet, but I got to punch that bitch in the mouth, you know? Fuck it. And uh, <laughs> even though she's got a new grill, too bad. Sorry, baby. And so Sorry. he starts driving off. And I'm like, oh, my God. What the fuck am I going to do? He's going to rob me. What's, you know, this isn't like him. This is going against the grain of how he, but I'm just keep, I'm just keeping it cool. And all I say is, hey, we going for a drive. We drive around the McDonald's. I said, we taking a little drive. And he, and then, then he just suddenly stops. He goes, he goes, no, Ray, I thought those people at the uh, McDonald's uh, window for the drive-thru, I thought they were a little too no uh, nosy. So he just reaches in, mm -hmm. past the gun, gets out the cocaine, and just hands it mm -hmm. to me. And then okay. I wanted to, you know, to start dabbing my brow with a handkerchief and sweating, and then ask for a moist towelette since I shit my pants a little bit. But, you know, <laughs> and then it was just real, it was just real relaxed. He's like, yeah. He goes, hey, we're going back to the drive-thru. You want anything to eat? I said, yeah, I'll take him a griddle and, and a Pepsi. And I was like, man, you know, you've got to keep your head. You can't immediately go nuts and freak out because it's not yeah. going to be the end of the world scenario every time. So I was like, All right. so, when, so when he opened up that door, that secret compartment door, and I saw that big 45, even though my brain was like, Oh, fuck. What do we do? What do we do? What do we do? Start punching everybody in the car. I was like, just stay calm, be cool, yeah. and then yeah. wait for him to do something, then react. And he didn't do anything. Yeah. He just handed me the dope. Because, you know, really, Freddie was just being protective because he saw some cats in the drive through that he was a little worried about. So, in essence, he was trying yeah. to protect you and Patty. He was Larry, and I, yes, I, I recognize yeah. that, and I, I respected that, yes. And then we, you know, but, I just ate my, I ate my McGriddle real quick and said my goodbyes. I'm so glad yeah. I didn't have to punch Patty in the mouth. Exactly. And then you immediately went in the restroom, cleaned up your drawers because they were full of shit. Um, but, yeah, so, so when he opens that up and that 45's right there, yeah. The worst case scenario runs through your head, but yes. you stayed you stayed cool. And yes, and I, you should have seen my eyeballs as he was reaching for the gun. I was like, "Holy shit! Holy shit! Holy shit!" And then he reached yeah. past it and down below it where he kept the cocaine. Uh -huh. And I was like, 
but he uh, he had him a little secret compartment. Uh-oh. Yes, He's he waving. Okay. I, I, okay. I, I got an intruder into my refuge. Uh, who was it? Daughter? Uh, it's Mrs. Super E. Mrs. Super E. Are you still in here, Mrs. Super E? No, she left. <laughs> she, left. She, she just ran off. Yeah, uh, I don't exactly. blame her. I would, too. I think she was thinking about punching me in the face. Yeah. Yeah, we don't want that. We don't want that. Um, yes, exactly. Okay, so, so Patty and Freddie, it sounds like you'd bought from them several times. Because you guys had yeah. a rapport. We had a okay. rapport. And then now we've got a pattern that shows that Freddie is a drug dealer. And right. so you get a warrant for his arrest, you know, arrest mm-hmm. him without any problems and all that. And I think Freddie took a plea deal. And okay. that was the deal. But Good I'll enough. tell her, Good. I, got, I got a real quick. Another time I had to do the same thing. Are we under our yeah. 10 minutes yet? We're fine. Go. What do you got? Well, a f- uh, like 15 years after this, I had another scenario where I had to keep my uh, anger and worry in check because here's what happened. Uh, this unit locked up a, a guy for dealing drugs, and he goes, I'll give you my my supplier, Mr. Big. Oh, really, Mr. Ooh, oh, yeah, he's big. He's big. And so... Yeah. All this, all this suspect did who said he's going to give up his supplier. He just called his guy up and said, "Hey, I met this guy, real cool guy. Looks like Chewbacca, but he's got a lot of money. He's, he, you know, I'm going to be out of town or something like that, and uh, he wants some dope. Can you meet him and sell him some dope? Guy never saw him before ever." And the guy's like, he's a little leery. He goes, you sure about this guy? And the guy goes, yeah, yeah, I stake my reputation on it. And uh, so the guy goes, okay, I'll meet him at the park. And this was like in the middle of the summer. And so, again, I've talked about it's always the first impression. This guy's leery of me. This is Mr. Big. And so, you know, again, yeah, you always imagine Mr. Big's going to pull up in a limousine and have a bunch of mm-hmm. Russian guys with AKs as his bodyguards. So I decided to drive my extremely sweet 1977 low mile New Yorker Brome. Mm-hmm. Beautiful car. And I mean, you it stands out anywhere. And if somebody saw me rolling up in that, the last thing they're going to think that this is a police, police car. And nice. so got all the lookouts. I mean, all my lookouts are there watching scenario. So I don't know what this guy's driving. He's just going to approach me. And cause he knows mm-hmm. what I look like. So I pull up, I park my car. There's all kinds of people around. It's 11 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And I'm looking around Mr. Big. I'm looking for like a really nice Lincoln or a real nice Cadillac, brand new vehicle. Here comes this smoking ass piece of shit, Chevy Corsica. You know, shit belching out the tailpipe that's hanging. And and the car drives by me. I can see the driver, some dude. He's looking at me, sees me, parks his car. He's also got a, his girlfriend or wife in the car. And out of that car, it's like a clown car of kids. There's like 10 kids coming out of that piece of shit, Corsica, all between the ages of three and five. And oh, he, he looks around, sees me. 
comes walking over to my car with the kids. He goes, you Ray? I said, yeah, I'm Ray. He goes, hey, man, nice to meet you. He goes, this is my girlfriend and these are my kids. I'm going, how can you have so many kids all the same age, you know? It's like Bonanza. All his sons were the same age. They were the same age as the dad of Bonanza. But anyways, so he's, yeah. we don't talk about dope. What's the first thing he talks about? He starts talking about my car. He goes, man, this car is nice. And he's, and he's in it. He's looking around. I got the keys in ignition. And he goes, what's the engine sound like? I go, it's a 440, man. I go, and he turns it on. He listens to it. It's real quiet. He goes, man, this is awesome. And the kids are all, they're all coming around. And then they're all standing around with mom. And so the dude, Mr. Big, comes out and he goes, come over here, Ray. Come over here. So I walk over and we're about, I don't know. 15 yards away from his kids. He doesn't want to see his, he doesn't want his kids to see him selling drugs. Mm -hmm. So he comes over and he's talking to me, you know, Hey, you got, you got it, Ray. I said, yeah, I got it. I got 300. And he goes, that's cool. And he goes, I got you. I got you covered. I got you a little bit more. I said, thanks dude. And then all of a sudden I look over at my car that I just paid a lot of money for. And them 10 fucking kids are jumping on up and down on it. Like it's romper room. One motherfucking kid gets in it. He's like five. He's revving the engine. Rah, rah. I'm like, I'm going to destroy my car. He's going to drop it and drive and take off. And the mom's just standing there talking to some other woman. They're ignoring their kids. I'm like, look at him jumping up and down my car. And I'm like, Super E, keep your Stay calm. Cool. Stay cool. Wait till you get that dope in your hands. And then just calmly walk over. Don't scold the kids. Do it nicely because right. you want to buy from Mr. Big two more times. So as I'm buying from him, I'm looking over like, you little fucking bastards. That's what I want to say. Get away from my car. <laughs> Go, hey, kids, let Uncle Ray show you some things about the car. Hey, jump off the top of the car. You jump off the hood and you motherfuckers get off the trunk and come over here. Let me show you some neat things. And they get off the car and they're like, oh, yeah, this is cool. This is cool. And I could see that Mr. Big was like, oh, man, he's real good with kids. Yeah, I'm real good with yeah. kids when I'm not ready to snap. <laughs> Start tossing them around, you know, like Dick the Bruiser did with his, remember when he'd always have partners and like, what do you call them, little people, midgets? You know, he'd be tossing yes. them around. Baron Von Ransky. But uh, yes. I, I, it was like, I kept my cool. Everything was under control. And I, I made a good impression on Mr. Big. You know, you mm -hmm. buy a couple more times from him. Sewed up the case, mm -hmm. boom, they get a warrant, he goes to jail. And uh, so, so and we, so didn't even, we didn't even bother confiscating that piece of shit, Corsica. Right, right. When you're, when you're driving that New Yorker, you don't need no beat up Corsica. <laughs> I know, um, I know, me crumpled it up, throw it to a trash can. So it sounded to me, Mr. Big was more like Mr. Mom. With all those damn see, kids. You know, yeah, I mean, you know, you would think, you always think of Al Pacino as, you know, Scarface, Mr. Yeah. Big. But no, he's just right. some guy, drives a piece of shit Corsica. He's got to take care of all these kids, you know, because, you know, they want no, they want to go to McDonald's. Him. Kids love McDonald's, and McDonald's ain't cheap. Exactly, and yeah, right, exactly. So, so you know, you, you raise a good point. Everybody in the movies and everything, the upper-level drug dealers, yeah, they're all... Scarface and driving these badass cars and all that, but really sometimes Mr. Big yeah. shows up with his kids and his wife. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
Yeah, they're not they're not they're not driving Ferraris, nothing like that. Right. It's just right. but see, and these are the these are the guys that the people in the neighborhood are complaining about. They're complaining yeah. about the guy driving the piece of shit car selling dope. With all his kids. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm going to nominate <laughs> Mr. Big for Father of the Year for bringing his whole family on the drug deal. <laughs> I thought that was really sweet. That was nice of him. He's a good dad. Yes. He's a good dad. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, so the the theme of this episode is keep your cool. Just be cool. Don't you gotta, don't yeah, you gotta keep lose it. it. Don't lose it when you see the gun. Don't lose it when little kids are wrecking your car. <laughs> Stay cool. Yeah, exactly. Revving up your four forty. I don't think he had a beginner's license either. Right. A little young. A little young. Well, I'll tell you what. Super E, I think the uh, viewers are going to agree you are the coolest. You always keep your cool. 10-4-A train. I think we better. Yeah, and I think we better end this episode before everything starts malfunctioning on us. Okay, yeah, it's getting a little glitchy. So we are going to end it. We will see you next time. Bye. Adios.